This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Look right down any crowded hall. You'll see there's a beauty standing. Is she really everywhere or a reflection? One always calls out to you. The other's shy and quiet. Could there be two different? Hi Beta Alpha, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of the Sweet Valley High TV series, episode by episode. I'm Ada Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week we're heading to the moon beach for shakes, fries and videotape. I'm Absolutely still, the best name. Just, I'm still reeling from the reveal of that title <laughs> name. Like it's inspired. I'm so happy for everybody involved. <laughs> <laughs> by far the best name of any episode. 100%. Yeah. I mean, Gold Fowler was close, but, you know. (laughs) Happy memories of Gold Fowler. Happy memories. Although that episode was 007, which was still pretty good. Oh, you're right. It wasn't actually called Gold Fowler. We just decided she would start the show and have named as Gold Fowler in her honour. Okay, ignore that revisionist history. Uh, Let's let's get down to business because um, we have, of course, our usual... uh, Tag, I mean, tag lines. And I will start with the Wikipedia one. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. Very oddly written and grammatically wonky. Oh, love it. <laughs> okay. Winston creates a commercial for the Moon Beach and asks Liz to star. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. And his commercials, plural, is nothing short of humiliating. Commercials is, I I guess it it is humiliating, but uh, it's very dramatic phrasing. Uh, Then AJ's bandmates force him to choose between Jessica and the band. Well, I guess that's quite accurate. Actually, okay, that is more accurate than I was expecting. I would say. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So at first glance, I thought it was it was a bit long, so mm. I thought they were going to, you know, a lot of opportunity. Veer off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. What is Amazon? Uh. This week. Yeah, short and to the point and only about one plot as usual. Of course. Uh, so it is simply Winston shoots a commercial for the Moon Beach with Liz. I guess that is accurate. Yeah. Hmm. That's see, they keep him short. But even yeah. then, they still managed to mess it up before when they like said it was Jessica rather than Liz or like Jessica going out with Todd or something like that. And oh, like, yeah. What is happening? <laughs> Very little attention paid to all these uh, blurbs, <laughs> sadly. Oh, well. We're taking this show more seriously than the people and behind the, these blurbs were. It's about time somebody did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we kind of, I think we, we good vibed. Um, its appearance on Amazon sort of into existence. <laughs> so, you know, if anyone wants to do the same thing for SVU and the Kindle, because, oh, you know, that's our next battle. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we will win that battle. I just I'm having faith in the universe. I, I, have... <laughs> <laughs> I actually did manage to get my paws on quite a few of them this very week. So, uh, yeah, the quest for more continues because Karen needs them, too. 
so yes and some people have very kindly uh, offered books to us although the thing is when, when it turns up in dms dms just get, get lost so easily <laughs> because oh. reactions all go into the same place as dms with instagram yeah so if and anyone, you can't find anything oh it's so hard to find stuff but just if anybody has gotten in touch with us and we haven't replied maybe just send us an email or bump that yes. dm up to the top of the list because we we do try to keep on top of everything but uh, sometimes things just disappear and we just cannot find them again exactly there's going to be it's going to get lost under like 50 smiley faces <laughs> at uh one of the exactly. some of the amazing gif montages and such like that ended up in our in our stories so yeah being too entertaining on instagram <laughs> True. well all our listeners are you know the the instagram comments and uh, memes and god knows what else always highly amuse us so we do appreciate them but as um, karen said it does mean that stuff gets kind of bumped down so if you do have SVUs to offer svhpodcast at gmail.com is the place to send them because I've just got to say I'm rereading the first one now and it's genuinely good like it was my memories of them that they I really really enjoyed them at the time and not just in a this is ridiculous way but like they're surprisingly high quality (laughs) Oh my goodness, that, that is quite the plot to it. It turns out they're actually good. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, those of you who've read them will remember that like one of the big things at the beginning is like Liz not being a golden girl anymore and Ooh. actually having a really hard time in college. And it's actually really well done. I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth. Okay, let's <laughs> let's start talking about let's the get back episode. to this episode before we get any more off the rails. Oh <laughs> Praising somebody earnestly. My God, what happened to What us? is happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, we begin with our fave Winston. And he's screeching into the camera. The energy, the energy is unhinged. It's <laughs> the vibes are chaotic. There's a, a lot. It just it, it throws you right in. So yeah, it's Winston like leaning over the counter of the Moon Beach, but like right into the camera, like quite uh-huh. aggressively, uh, like yelling into the camera. So we're obviously straight into like an ad of some sort, and he introduces himself as your old pal Wacky Winston, uh, urging people to come on down to the Moon Beach. Apparently, they have sixteen truckloads of beef out back, Ugh. so they're they're, uh, <laughs> they're smashing prices. And then he produces like a comically oversized like judge's gavel is the best way to describe it. <laughs> I wrote malish, but George's gavel is better. It, 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 that's what it was looking like to me more so than like a proper like cartoony mallet. But yeah, yeah so he, it's so, all wood. It is. It's, it's quite elaborate to be honest as props go. But yeah, he announces that they are smashing prices on burgers uh, and punctuates this by literally smashing a burger on a plate with uh, with his giant mallet. Uh, and he continues with like fries, smashes those, chicken wings, smashes those. It's really messy and kind of gross to be honest. There's just oh. food flying everywhere. Uh, he smashes a salad, a milkshake, um, it's so messy. Uh, yeah, and then he <laughs> says, uh, come on down to the Moon Beach for a smashing good meal. But again, this is all delivered, like high energy, gurning into the camera, <laughs> like throwing himself across the counter. It's a lot. <laughs> it's very manic. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, look, if you were wondering, he is using paper plates. So, oh, you know, yeah. he's not sending shards <laughs> of China. crockery. Yeah. <laughs> flying into people's eyes. <laughs> Well, uh, we cut across to Enid, uh, who's holding the camera, splattered with ketchup, and she calls Cush, and Winston's like, oh, Christ, well, I didn't say that, Christ. He says, oh, I don't have another take in me. Um, so Enid reassures him, it only took 96 takes to, takes to, to get this perfect uh, performance. But when Winston says, let's see the tape, 
Enid, in a frankly unconvincing display of stupidity, <laughs> says, you're supposed to put a tape in this? Oh, no. <laughs> All his manic efforts were for nothing in the end. <laughs> and of course, he faints. Oh. <laughs> well, he's, he's worn out. He would be. My God. Yeah. Look, that was exhausting just to watch with those few seconds. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> well, the credits roll. And uh, when they finish, we cut back to the moon beach, which is half empty. And Liz and Jessica are sitting in a booth. And she asks about, or Liz asks a- uh, Jessica about AJ. And apparently he's uh, he's about to record a demo with his band. And we're still <laughs> nameless. Yeah, still no name. I was, I did kind of wonder if maybe they will call them the droids at some point. But like, we're now, are we two or three episodes into this band being part of the storyline, and we still have no idea what they're called? It's this is the third episode, actually. Mm. Yeah, so um, it is a bit weird. They haven't got a name, yeah. but just like the band. Just mention it in passing. Somebody stick it on a drum kit. You know, yeah. just give us a clue. <laughs> Well, Winston gives them the bill and begs them to come again and is like, no, seriously, please, because uh, apparently Mesquite Pete may have stopped the prank war, but uh, he, or actually he didn't stop the prank war because it ended with one final prank. Mm. Um, But as well as the pranks, he's also basically stealing all his customers through uh, sweet deals. Yeah, apparently Mesquite Pete's all over uh, public access television at the minute with his ad, uh, which is advertising this like new deal that's absolutely killing off the Moon Beach because I think it's like a burger, fries and a shake for $2. So as mm. Winston is telling the twins about this, a girl at the counter turns around and she's like, oh, $2, I'll take it. And then Jessica very helpfully points out, she's like, no, 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 that's um, that's Mesquite Pete's. It's down the block and kind of gives this girl directions to where yeah. Mesquite Pete's is. So that girl's like, oh, okay, nice one, thanks. And just heads off. So she's basically just driven away one of Winston's customers in front of him. Yeah, well... He is very angry, as he is throughout this episode quite a lot. No, I'm going to be normal about Winston. <laughs> Just for one episode, watch me fail. <laughs> Got to say, he is very attractive in this episode. And it helps that he is wearing a hat for most of us. You can't see the terrible hair. <laughs> you can just picture the long hair under there. <laughs> or even just a better short haircut. Yeah, like He deserves better. <laughs> does. Well, he asks Jessica if she wants to drive away any more of his customers. And she very funnily is just like, oh, maybe later. <laughs> um, Liz reassures him that everything will be fine. But he says, no, if he wants to compete with Mesquite Pete, he needs his own ad because apparently this public access ad is the key. Mm. And uh, he just needs a concept. And of course, he's got one sitting right in front of him. That's it. It comes to him in a flash of inspiration. He's like, that's it. Twins. Two for one. Then he does this like your director thing where he's like framing Jessica's face in his hands and then moves across to Liz. And they both look quite unconvinced by this. Well, Jessica says, forget it, Steven Spieldork. Um, it says public access is for losers. Oh, I um, thought she'd be delighted at like jumping at the chance to be on telly again. But I guess she's been on, what was the current expose on national oh, television? Yeah. <laughs> so she's prime time. She's too good for public access. Fair. Like she has, you know, it'll be a bit of a come down for her. Um, so she, sl- she leaves the booth wearing, again, a very 90s outfit. It's like a red and black sort of v-necked like kind of like a sports top mm. but it's a dress and yeah, this it's seems like, it's like a, yeah, extremely it's, authentic if the me. jersey was a dress kind of yeah <laughs> but like a little a-line dress mm. and uh, she's also wearing converse sliders which i did not own but i knew people like friends of mine did so i had a massive flashback at the sight of those yeah. uh, clunky <laughs> converse sandals 
And uh, when she leaves, um, Winston turns to reluctant Liz and makes a desperate plea that uh, is really making me worry about his academic career. <laughs> the I'm, moon so, beaches. I'm concerned. <laughs> Where are his parents? What's happening here? But yes, he begs Liz to be in the ad uh, and pitches a concept to her of her like eating fries by a waterfall. Liz is unconvinced. But yeah, Winston then basically throws himself on his knees and begs her uh, and says that without the moon beach, he's nothing. Uh, and without it, he's he's just a computer hacker searching for love on the internet. <laughs> met me in school. It's like what what is this double life of what bar restaurant manager and computer hacker? And anyway, we've seen his computer hacking skills like ballet. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Russo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Liz does not mention school uh, or say, you know, maybe you shouldn't have like two full-time weird activities. Um, she just gives in and he says that tomorrow he makes television history. Mm. <laughs> well, we cut to the garage where AJ's band are finishing up a song and AJ and the drummer are happy with it. Uh, there's only three members now. I feel like there were more. I in so two. I kept expecting some other guy or I thought it was a confusing one guy for like yeah so I was like no it's literally just the three of them that's definitely a downsized band I feel like yeah that, when they when Jessica first went in to complain there were more than three mm. uh, so the grumpy bass player whose name we do find out much later on but not till like two scenes from the end yeah in my notes he's just bass jerk like all the way through until like the last page <laughs> I just call him bass to save no time <laughs> So Bass Jerk is not happy when Jessica strolls in and he very rudely says, great, the groupie's here. Like, why don't you go get us some drinks? And she's like, why don't you go get a personality? Which isn't a great comeback. Um, But the bass player, this is the thing, the bass player's kind of right about Jessica being a terrible influence on the band. <laughs> I know that's the thing, because he is, he is very rude to her. And oh, I he's awful. Like, I don't like that. But she is... And does prove to be quite a big distraction yeah. <laughs> when, when they've got stuff to do and, you know, spending money on things that they then can't see through. Like, uh, yeah, he's got a point, but he's just such a dick about it. So oh, I just can't yeah. Warm to him. <laughs> oh, not at all, though. He's an arsehole. Um, so he's enraged when, Jessica, when AJ says he and Jessica are taking off. And uh, he's like, we have a recording session tonight. What? I Many questions about what time of day it is. Let's just let it go. <laughs> time is a flat circle in Sweet Valley. Uh, but AJ says, no, you know, I just want to come in fresh. I don't want to pract over-practice. And hmm. the drummer's cool with it. So. Yeah, in fairness, the drummer and AJ are pretty much on the same page. It's this bass jerk is just really kind of yeah strident about, no, we need to practice more and more and more. But the other two are actually just like, no, I think we've, we've done enough. Like, and you, you know, you do want to go yeah. and send me, I guess, some amount of yeah. fresh. Also, I do want to point out, because I keep forgetting to, and I also feel like everyone already knows this, but for anyone who doesn't, AJ was in fact the Green Ranger in Power Rangers. So this is yet another yeah. Power Rangers <laughs> Sweet Valley High crossover. Like, oh God, They're just on the set. Exactly. They were just next door. So it was like, let's get Jason in here for a couple of episodes. <laughs> and he did, and he's great. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't recognize him because I was too old for uh, for Power Rangers. Like I was well into my teens when they were on the scene. So as far as I was concerned, he was just like a charming newcomer. There you go. Yeah. No, Green Ranger, Tommy. Right there, that's the guy. <laughs> Later, the White Ranger. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, he was, he was my vintage of Power Rangers. You see, uh, so yeah, <laughs> an old friend. There you go. <laughs> well, we cut to the seafront at Winston, who is 
has adopted full Eric von Stroheim classic Hollywood director drag is and he's he gets more so as it goes on, which it's is amazing. Doesn't he? Like he just leans harder and harder into it as the episode progresses. Because like I was not expecting this because we kind of it shows us Enid kind of coming along to the shoot and she's yeah. a bit late, and then it comes to Winston with a megaphone yelling at her for being two and a half minutes late, and we then see his full Hollywood old tiny director get up. Like he's got his megaphone, he's got a beret, a neckerchief, like the baggy cream shirt, the like. Like he's wearing jodhpurs. Like he just went full 1930s director. And I absolutely love this choice. (laughs) All he needs is a monocle. Um, (laughs) And he does have some kind of eyepiece or lens like around his neck as well. He does. He's almost there with the monocle. (laughs) And what stage he has a riding crop as well. Like he is full Mm. Eric von Stroheim. It's amazing. and uh yeah Edith's not ready for her close-up but she's um just asked she's forgotten to bring basically everything that she was all the gear she was meant to bring and it turns out that uh she also failed and that this isn't really her fault um in her mission imposed by Winston to divert all air traffic from the area (laughs) apparently (laughs) which (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was a big ask in fairness because like it does show Enid being not great at this and like forgetting lots of things or kind of screwing up but yeah this isn't on her because he's kind of explaining his concept which starts off with remember the tornado from Twister and I was like okay yeah. where is this going and then yeah three <laughs> helicopters fly overhead and he's like Enid you were supposed to reroute the air traffic today and she's like I tried <laughs> they just laughed at me <laughs> well Winston wars don't they know who I am and then he knocks over a lamp oh so, uh, yes, he says he can't work under these conditions. And uh, Edith's ready for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Enid's thing is that she's kind of always hungry and eating yeah. and just like, yeah, I'm starving. I'm just going to have like four milkshakes, please. <laughs> Good for you, Edith. Well, we cut to a cool beachfront. You know it's cool because there's people juggling in tie-dye t-shirts. There are so, like my notes here were like, cut to so many white people with dreadlocks. Oh my god So so now There's a couple who aren't white But most of them are But it was mostly white people It was It was I get Uh, what they're going for here But it's just unfortunate uh, Isn't it Well, Jessica's impre- inexplicably impressed by all these hippies Like she literally just walks past a tie-dyed t-shirt wearing juggler And is like, oh, this place is so cool She'd love Galway Give her a sort of woven hoodie and a set of bongos and she'd be happy as a clam. Really happy out. <laughs> no offense, Galway. <laughs> but um, AJ says, you know, when they finished recording the demo, they'll hit loads of cool spots like this. And he's confident in their new song. Um, he's even got a perfect video planned. And uh, he's about to tell her his plan for it. But then he admits that the first step of the plan is a record company giving them a budget um, I mean especially in those days there was not much point in making a video unless you had some sort of distribution for said video but that's true you're pre-YouTube and any kind of real internet sharing so it's like you need that demo more than anything else yeah. so in fairness AJ does need to focus <laughs> yeah, he really does also did you notice because when you see the kind of crowd like around them there's these steps in the background and at the top of those steps there's people there who are definitely just like watching the filming of this TV oh, show because they're all just like standing there watching the two of them walking along with, like someone with, like a baby in a buggy just like ah. a random collection of people at the top of these steps just like watching it all go on <laughs> that's great 
I did not notice that. So that is, uh, I'll have to go back and check that. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, they definitely did not have the budget to like close off large mm-hmm. sections of beachfronts. Um, they got they got a section for 20 minutes and they just had to make the most of it. Yeah. <laughs> no retakes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they stroll along. They're both talking about how they'd love a pepperoni pizza with extra cheese. But uh, they inexplicably sit down at a restaurant without checking the menu or anything about it, or, uh, which seems quite random. And the the server greets them and asks how their auras are today. <laughs> yes, so this is the kind of the kind of vibe they've walked into, and I think they're going to be disappointed when they look for pizza. <laughs> yes, because it's all seared peat moss and <laughs> uh, cactus. Um, Jessica rudely says it all sounds gross. It is rude. Yeah. In yeah. Fairness. Um, the waiter gets very defensive then and points out that they, I didn't even know what he was saying half the time. No, no, it made no sense. Sound, it was just like made up kind of hidden yes. stuff that's like, oh, you know, this is all really healthy food, whatever. Um, But yeah, they both, her and AJ are like, we'll have, and at the same time go pepperoni pizza. And it is quite cute, I think, that they yeah. say it in unison. But yeah, the waiter's disgusted and he's like, oh, well, I guess not all of us want to mind our bodies or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he's not impressed. Well, they head off. We get a montage. Good montage. So pleased. Yes, they are eating their pizza slices. Just happy out. <laughs> and uh, the the song is sort of again more sort of just generic rock, mm. and it's like your face looks like a movie star, and I wanna know who you are. Would you agree to take a walk with me? Lovely. And uh, <laughs> they try on lots of hats. Mm. So many hats. Uh, so many they... hats. Oh, my God. They kind of cut away for a second. I was like, okay, we're done with that. No, we're back to the hats. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't remember hats playing such a significant role in the mid-90s, but in Sweet Valley, I guess they do. All the rage in California. <laughs> Apparently. Um, they get their caricature done and sort of, it's basically American Gothic. <laughs> so good <laughs> and in fairness the caricature of AJ is really good I feel like the one of Jessica actually makes her look like a much older woman than she is yes agree. the one of AJ is spot on <laughs> it is um, he's even got the hat and uh, then they go to a tarot reader and I wanted to see the full spread but all we see is that of course they get the lovers well of course <laughs> um uh, so, yeah, as the music says, sunshine and sunny days always make the world seem fine. And I have to say, the weather here has been so astonishingly shit that uh, the lyrics of this song just seem to taunt me. Oh, yeah, it's just rubbing our face in it, really. They're frolicking along the beach when we're just watching it here in our rainy house. <laughs> 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 <Okay>, anyway. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they, when they're frolicking, it is you know they're frolicking against the the setting sun, and um, they're lying on the beach. And AJ says, "You know, it's hard to focus on the band because I just want to you know spend all my time focusing on you." And basically, he wishes his dad would stop hassling him about the Chowder Empire. <laughs> uh, but if they don't get signed soon, he has no choice. And uh, Jessica's confident that once record companies hear their demo, they'll be queuing up for more. However, speaking of the demo, geez, AJ suddenly realizes he was supposed to be at the studio an hour ago. I was like, oh, AJ, I'm rooting for you, man. But come on, you have to, you're going to have to do something about this. (laughs) (laughs) This is why, unfortunately, it is like that, you know, the terrible thing about the worst person, you know, making a good point. (laughs) Bass jerk 
was right that Jessica is a terrible distraction. It's true. Yeah, unfortunately, he has a point. <laughs> well, we cut to the moon beach where Winston has really gone full Eric von Stroheim. He's got the jumpers. He's got a riding crop. He's got the cravat. He's got a beret. <laughs> the whole thing, head to toe, old timey director. <laughs> and he's pulling it off. Yes, he is. <laughs> <It's agreed. laughs> we'll say no more um, anyway he asks for the prop food because Liz is there she's about to be eating a burger on camera and it turns out that Enid ate it <laughs> um, and uh, she didn't understand that the prop food was what was needed for the shot and she's like can you make some more and he roars he's a director not a chef I mean what is he what is he he's meant well, to be a school student as well <laughs> Winston, go to school, please. We're worried about your future. <laughs> uh, well, Edith said she could get some more mesquite peats. Oh, God. Just totally misunderstanding the vibe and tone of everything and the whole point of what they're doing. Poor Enid. She's trying, but it's it's not much help. <laughs> yeah. So barely concealing his rage, Winston says he has a more important job for her. And it's like, can you handle it? And she's like, you bet. So, uh, she he whispers in her ear mm-hmm. and she looks delighted and runs off and Winston says, okay, new concept. <laughs> new concept is kind of his catchphrase all the way through this yeah. episode. It's like every time something goes wrong, he's like, okay, new concept. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get to see the first of his concepts. No, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's Liz running along the beach uh, in like some very 90s like athletic wear uh-huh. uh, and she's as she's running uh, she says that she eats four plates of Moon Beach fries a day and look at me uh, oh. because Moon Beach uses 100% vegetable oil did you know Mesquite Pete uses animal fat it's true and then like runs out of a shot all cheerful <laughs> I have to say that her delivery of all the odds she is very funny and perky in all of them and like the thing is the twins did start off I feel like in ads like that was kind of the first big thing and you can kind of tell because she does switch it on and it's like damn like she can sell me anything yeah (laughs) same and she doesn't usually get to do the sort of funny goofy bits and she's really good at this that's the thing because Liz is such a huge character and yet it's always Jessica and Lila that get the like the funny quips and the kind of comedy moments Liz gets very little comedy to do so it was really nice just to get to see her being a bit silly in this one and we got to see her do her amazing groovy let's party dance <laughs> last week dance. so <laughs> let her be goofy more often exactly <laughs> well the next uh we see the next concept and she's in full shakespeare mode in a very impressive sort of tudor elaborate dress it's- including a rough <laughs> It's so good. Like, there's so much detail on this thing. For a split second, I was like, oh, is this like Jessica's Lady Macbeth outfit being recycled? But it's not. Like, this is a completely different outfit. And it's so elaborate. Way fancier than Jessica's Lady Macbeth outfit. Definitely. (laughs) So she's sort of backlit. And uh, so she's her face is in shadow. The light slowly gets brighter as she says, to eat or not to eat? That is the question. But of course I will eat. Tis a moon beach Sunday, and she's holding up a, a an ice cream Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> I liked this one. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> and she's in a cow head. That's too, like the you know, the props people were on fire in this. Episode oh, because they were that budget was going on props. That's why they couldn't close down the boardwalk on the spent on amazing props. Because yes, then we got to Liz wearing this like enormous 
cow head. Um, and it's got a moving mouth, which I was very impressed by. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's saying we put the moo in Moon Beach. And then she stops and she's like, Winston, I can't do this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and he's like, be the cow, Liz. <laughs> anyway, she's boiling hot under there. Um, mm. So she asks for some water. But Winston says his assistant is indisposed. And Liz is like, yeah, where is Enid anyway? But then we see she's in a sort of terrifying junkyard. Oh my god! Yeah, it's just we just, we just kind of pan across all these like piles of scrap metal, and poor Enid and her lovely little dungarees is uh, wandering up through this like creepy aisle of stuff and uh, finds a weird guy, uh, <laughs> and she asks him uh, if they have a left-handed smoke shifter, uh, and the guy is like, no, I don't, but I got a glass eye, what is he? And he, like, pops out his glass eye and shows it to her, and she's like, um, how do I get back to Sweet Valley? <laughs> like, inexplicably, he's like, well, you can't get there from here, missy, and does this, like, a crazy, maniacal laugh, and Maureen just, like, runs away screaming. <laughs> It's deeply weird. Like I, I thought they were just going to do the classic, you know, sending the Wookiee on the building mm. site to get like a left-handed screwdriver or exactly, you know, yeah, four yeah. candle, yeah, you know, those sort of things, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but no. Um, so yes, Edith is lost in this hellish junkyard, <laughs> but yeah, it kind of took a dark turn. I was like, shit, is yeah. she okay? <laughs> we do see her again later. She's all right. She's going to be fine. <laughs> Well, back at the Moon Beach, William, wait, William, Winston has come up with the ultimate concept. It's like a pyramid of burgers. And uh, Liz says she can't take any more. But Winston says you have to suffer for your art. And after this, his day will be up with the greats. It'll be Francois Truffaut, Federico Fellini, Winston Egbert. <laughs> this amazing French accent. He delivers it very well. It is very funny. <laughs> So uh, Liz turns on the charm and again, she does that really good perky sales girl vibe. It's so good. Yeah. So she she does. She, she sells the hell out of this giant plate of burgers. Uh, she says that it's the Moon Beach value plate. Uh, it's enough to feed an army. And then she goes, but I'm not in the mood to share and kind of pulls the plate towards her and kind of pauses and Winston behind the camera is like, eat the burgers, Liz. <laughs> but she's like, nope, I can't. And he's like, look, I know you've had a long day and you're tired, but just eat the burger because everyone's basically at the end of their rope at this stage. Yeah. Uh, but then Liz reveals she doesn't eat meat. She's vegetarian. I will guarantee we've seen her eating burgers yeah, like I'm probably in this season. I, like, I was just like, are we sure about that? <laughs> Do we have anything to back that up? But Winston throws his hands up in exasperation and he's just like, actors, they're so temperamental. <laughs> Well, back at the garage, uh, Base Jerk is angry and says, uh, not inaccurately, that ever since AJ met that chick, he's been screwing up. And AJ's like, oh, her name's Jessica. Uh, but Base Jerk points out that AJ's not writing new songs, he's bailing rehearsals, and they've now wasted $200 on studio time because he didn't show up. And that is really shit. That is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and AJ's like, I know what I'm doing. And then we learn that the Base Jerk has a name. No, oh, yeah, he's Rick, apparently, this whole time. Okay. <laughs> Rick, 
Rick? Is that Rick Andover, is he? Oh, I doubt it. Oh, no, he was mentioned before. We did have Rick Andover. Or like, he turned, it was the very first episode, I think. And in the credits, it was like, Rick Andover. Oh, <laughs> and we were, and we were yeah. so delighted by the fact that there was like a deep cut that he wasn't even mentioned, but was in the credits as Rick Andover. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they got off to quite a good start with us, in fairness, in terms of uh, mm, random true. reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, we cut to the outside of the moon beach. And we see, I thought this was another wasted opportunity to mention a real character uh, from the books because two very big haired extras walk in and we hear another extra go hi Hayley like Hayley Hayley get out of here come on (laughs) so inside Jessica tells Lila uh, that AJ's band are amazing but they just need a really good video and she wants to help them and again Lila is hilarious because she's like you mean be in the video right and (laughs) Jessica's like no 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 I want to help them and Lila's even more stunned she's like you want to help someone and there's nothing in it for you. <laughs> Jessica's like, no, just the pleasure of helping AJ. Lila's like, stop it, you're scaring me. <laughs> Again, also, delivers it beautifully. Oh, absolutely, flawlessly. But it's so funny because I feel like this scene, when it starts, it starts off outside the moon beach and then we see Jessica talking and it feels like it takes a while for them to actually show us Lila. And when they do... <laughs> outfit it's so incredible it almost works as like a jump scare because there's just so much <laughs> happening when we see Lila in shot because she's wearing this like teal outfit but this enormous fucking hat it's like oh it's like mother it, of the bride hat. yes I, like it's it's like it's some kind of mashup of like mother of the bride Dion from Clueless but also the fucking Ooh. mad hatter from Alice in Wonderland <laughs> like it's this ridiculous huge fucking hat that's also the same color as her outfit and she has like a matching handbag sitting on the table in front of her and it was just so much to take in so quickly I was just like whoa I need to pause this for a second <laughs> it is a lot it's a symphony in pastel blue so much oh my god but yeah I really appreciated Lila just bringing it on the outfit <laughs> she's actually been wearing a lot of blue recently remember last week's egg outfit mm, that's where's this like her trademark color now yeah a lot of blue a lot of teal kind of yeah. turquoise she's very aqua. much in a, an aqua palette kind of mm. yeah. well uh Liz joins them and Lila shares her worries about Jessica <laughs> but before Liz could respond Winston joins them and is like okay new concept <laughs> It's the Garden of Eden veggie burger. Yes, and Liz is going to play Eve. Uh, and Liz is like, no way, nope, absolutely not. Oh, and I've just realised Jessica played a character, not Jessica, uh, Brittany Daniel played a character called Eve in Dawson's Creek. <gasps> Did she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only a few I, years later, this would have been. just came to me there, yeah. But anyway, Liz refuses the role of Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Winston says he only has the camera equipment for one more day. So like they have to get something down quickly. And then Jessica says, oh, well, maybe I can help you out. And Lila hilariously goes, look, she's doing it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Jessica turns to Winston. She says that uh, she and Liz would be happy to be in his ad. And Liz is like, no, we wouldn't. Uh, But but Winston's like, "Okay, super. Out front, 10 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, but then Jessica kind of follows him as he walks away and she's like, now about my fee. And he's like, oh God, I knew there'd be a catch. So she reveals that she needs to borrow uh, his camera equipment. And Lila sees this and she's like, oh good, she's making a recovery. Okay. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah. Just Lila's narration of like yeah. what Jessica's up to is very entertaining in this whole scene. <laughs> well, Jessica revealed she's going to make a music video. And Winston's like, fine, okay, under one condition, I'm going to be the director with complete creative control. And Jessica's like, no, age runs the show or you don't get your ad 
Um, so eventually they make an agreement that he can direct mm. um, and they're going to do the they're going to do the ad. And Liz is like, I think I got the bad end of this deal. Yeah. And you certainly did, Liz. You've just been sort of press ganged into being, into an, into being in another ad. Yeah, she's not really getting anything out of this. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the new deal. <laughs> well, we cut to the casa where AJ knocks at the door and says to Jessica, look, uh, we have to talk. And Jessica wants a kiss first. Um, and uh, this basically distracts AJ. And he's like, oh, you know what? It's grand. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, what did you want to talk to me about? And he's like, oh, nothing. So she's like, okay, are you sure? And he's like, yep. It's <laughs> like, damn it, AJ. <laughs> so cute. It's so easily distracted. <laughs> Needs a willpower, AJ. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, we cut to the garage. Um, and uh, Rick is like, oh, there's better. No distractions. And then says, how did, Jess- how did she take the news? Um, but before AJ can reveal that he did not break any news to Jessica, Winston comes in in the full director mode. Oh god, it's like something's been added to the costume every time he turns <laughs> up. <laughs> I don't even know. Is it the writing crop this time? But yeah, he. Uh, oh, he does have the writing crop because he, he cracks does. that whip. He sure does. <laughs> and I'm not talking about it. <laughs> But yes, he he strides into the room and just goes, places everybody. I'm your director, Winston Egbert. And actually, that might be the point where he cracked the whip. Uh, But he says, but you know, I'm I'm an informal kind of guy, so feel free to call me Monsieur Director. So (laughs) the band are all just like, what the fuck is going on? Because of course, like obviously Jessica did tell AJ, oh yeah, back when he was supposed to break up with her, but didn't. Uh, She was like, okay, we're going to make your video. So he was like, okay, brilliant but he hasn't told any of the rest of the Come band. Come on, AJ, yet. this is so, fucking stupid. So the other, the rest of the band is standing there going, what's happening? <laughs> what is this? Well, the drummer is quite happy. Uh, I like the drummer in this Me episode. Too. He's yeah. a very chill dude. He's good yeah. to go for whatever. <laughs> So bass jerk Rick is all like, this is a bad, a sick joke. And uh, Winston has some stylistic suggestions. He wants to begin with a crane shot, uh, swooping down to AJ, pondering his existence. And speaking <laughs> of swooping, Lila swoops in with a clothes rack and she's got some ideas. I love it. It's like Lila, if Lila was a doll, she'd come with a trusty clothes, clothes rail because this is like the second time we've seen it now. Like she had it that time for Jessica's rock star montage and now she, here she has it again so she's got a wardrobe ready to go for the band's video and uh we hear bass jerk going no oh, great here comes another one um but Lila comes in anyway happy out to be helping she pulls the kilt uh off the rack and she's like mm, scotland blue face paint yes this works for me obviously a braveheart reference yes and she hands uh the kilt over to uh the drummer guy and he's like oh righteous plaid I love the colour and it's so slimming like I'm like yes I love this drummer he's great he's just game on for whatever (laughs) then Winston says death in a black shroud was a skip to the band and Rick is like this loser doesn't even know the song and Winston goes it's not about the song it's about art and he's sort of beeps out of the shot (laughs) he is in the zone Well, Jessica proves Rick's point entirely by uh, reminding Winston, it's like, AJ's the star, just focus on him. And um, Edith finally returns and in her typically cheery way, she's not even angry. She's like, oh, you're so silly. There's no such thing as a left-handed smoke shifter. Uh, But she did somehow get an all-in-one AC-DC converter. I don't know. It's it's, it's a box of electronic yeah. stuff. <laughs> I guess she must have just picked it up while she was running in terror in the junkyard. Says maybe she was planning to use it as a weapon or something in case of emergency. <laughs> oh god. But also did you notice in the background here Jessica's shaggy poster 
is in the garage stuck to a fridge <laughs> or maybe they have their own shaggy poster who knows or maybe she I, decided to do some redecorating <laughs> i think that clearly they seem like bad to her really into both shaggy and the great escape by blur which mm. was the other poster we saw last time <laughs> it's it's that poster now yeah very eclectic influences <laughs> yeah. well um uh, Lila asks Rick if he's ever considered highlights and then she like starts calling her stylist to see if they'll make an emergency garage call and Winston or sorry not Winston Rick insanely just like throws his bass away which no musician would ever do because no. that is causing severe damage <laughs> no but he's had enough he's just like this is insane get all these people out of here uh, AJ kind of tells him to relax and uh, Rick is like look I thought we were clear the girlfriend was history if you <gasps> want to go down in flames that's fine but I'm not going down with you and of course Jessica sees all this and she's like what the fuck um, so he stomps off and says good luck in the restaurant business man um, so AJ is just like oh shit okay so he says to Jessica look I gotta go handle this and runs off after Rick to uh, yes. can you salvage this situation so Enid decides she's going to start getting technical and plug something in and uh, all the lights go off and we just hear Winston's voice going okay you can't say <laughs> that's what he does now <laughs> well we cut to the Casatel Wakefield where a sad Jessica lies on the couch as AJ knocks on the French windows and she lets him in and she's like look I know what you're going to say so I'll save you the trouble it's me or the music but just go yeah but uh AJ surprises her he does he says look I'm not here to break up with you so she's delighted um but she's also kind of like okay but you know Rick said and he kind of cuts her off and he's like Rick doesn't tell me what to do like if he wants to stay in the band he has to get used to you being around and like I do like this from AJ but also he does need to knuckle down (laughs) in fairness like you bailed on a recording session AJ that is not cool (laughs) so um yes they uh she's like you know we don't uh i don't want you to regret not make it the big time because of me mm. and he's like well if i make it and i don't have you then that that'll be my regret yeah so uh they kiss and she says her producing camera her career is over um because of course she's much better in front of the camera and she sure is. Oh God, we finally get to see Winston's final and ultimate concept. <laughs> yes, it's the two girls, uh, the twins in sort of old-timey waitress outfits and horn-rimmed glasses. They are basically Rosie the Inflatable Waitress. Yes, that's exactly what my notes say. It's <laughs> like pink waitress uniforms and glasses and then in brackets, Rosie. <laughs> so exactly that. <laughs> so they do a sort of like a the high-kicking can can like that's yeah. yeah going moon beach prices are a steal 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 get yourself a double meal 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 and then they're like you think you're seeing double and then winston strolls in behind them in a boater looking like a sort of 1920s gent out for a saturday stroll oh my god just the the themes of this ad are all over the place but uh, uh yeah so i think is it um Liz goes, yeah, she's like, oh, the food is, oh, come on down to the moon beach where the food is delicious. And then Jessica kind of hesitates at her line and you can see Winston kind of giving her a nudge. Uh. And she's like, and our manager is delicious. <laughs> and then they both kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> and we cut to the twins on the couch in the casa watching this ad and Jessica just goes, I hate Winston Egbert. <laughs> 
Uh, Liz hopes nobody will see it, but Jessica's like, oh, come on, it's public access. Nobody watches that. Yeah. But then... Oh, the phone rings and Liz very hesitantly picks it up. But when she answers, there's just like loads of people laughing down the line. <laughs> Slightly maniacally. I mean, it does sound a bit yeah, like the is. terrifying laughter in Jessica's dream in the last main episode. <laughs> He's <laughs> <laughs> the guy from the junkyard ring. <laughs> yeah, it sounds more like him than any of the gang. Yeah. And that was the end of Shaq's prize. Oh, Shake's prize and videotape. What a journey! Oh my god. <laughs> It had hardly any of the cast in it, so I'm sorry we didn't get to see like Shred and mm. Cheryl and uh, even Manny. But um, I yeah, have and, to say, and, I was... and again, no Todd didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Poor> <laughs> Well, listeners, uh, Pi Beta Alpha Sisters, let us know what you thought of Shaq's bri- uh, Shaq. Why do I keep saying Shaq's? <laughs> Shaq. <laughs> Shake surprise and videotape. Um, you can find us on Twitter at SPH Podcast. You can send us an email at SPHpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we are on Instagram at SPH Podcast, uh, where quite a few of you share our feelings about Winston. Just uh, put it like that. <laughs> just uh, you know, yeah, I'm that out there. Glad, glad it's there, not just us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find there was a comment, wasn't there, that was basically agreeing. <laughs> oh, yeah. News from Neon said, I got to say, I blushed in solidarity when our hosts mentioned that an angry Winston is an even odder Winston. Mm-hmm. Damn my lizard brain. But this is one trope that still does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, solidarity. You can't fight the fantasy. <laughs> when it works, it works. What can we say? Yeah. <laughs> You know, don't want anybody being angry in real life. No, whatever. <laughs> just, you know, watching this sort of thing. I'm just picturing Just, just leave it there. Let's just <laughs> yeah. leave it there. Exactly. As I keep saying, I'm not examining it any further. I'm not willing <laughs> to dig into this in any way. <laughs> well, there were a lot of comments on the outfits. Pippi and Shirley said, thankfully, due to the deterioration of Polaroids over time, no more evidence of my attempts at badass outfits of my teens <laughs> exist anymore. Phew. It's okay, Enid. At least yours wasn't the worst attempt at Roxy from the Misfits. Oh, Pippi and Shirley. You are speaking my language. <laughs> the misfits, their songs are better. Like, it's just a fact. They're going to get her. <laughs> They'll get there. Photog Shan 20 said, Okay, we can admit the outfits are crazy, but the hair, the hair, roll caps, of this show is just insanity. I know there was a later episode where Jessica looks like Cindy Lou Who. I wonder was that this one because Jessica really did have that like flicky hair but like extreme flicky hair going on yeah there was the a lot through. of flickiness and when I reread this comment I was like oh was that this episode with Jessica's hair or maybe there's more to come and there probably is yeah. <laughs> um, Katie Longstreth explained Chinese fire drill which uh, mm. as she said feel bad just even typing mm. that so to fellow people who, who never heard of this before said, it was a thing you would do with friends at stoplights. The driver and passengers would get out, run around the car and switch seats so someone else was driving. I know I have no idea where it came from or why it had to have the racist name, but it was something 90s teens definitely did. I'd forgotten about it until watching this episode and I cringe thinking about participating in it when I was a teen. Although it was only a couple of times because my friends and I were more the Liz and Edith type. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, so that it is exactly what we thought it was, basically, and and was a thing, I guess, that uh, teens got up to in the 90s and possibly 80s. 
yeah. Uh, so yes, so some people had heard of it. Pippi Ann Shirley said she'd heard of it, but it was deemed stupid and uncool. And uh, she always equated it with porky style, problem- porky style problematic oh. stupidity of that era, the early 80s. Um, mm. So she was disappointed to find that it did continue on. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, we, we really do learn something new. It's a cultural exchange, basically, at this point, I think, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> See, we learned so much. Honestly. Oh, and also Vitalik Shand reminded us that it was uh, car cheesy that uh, Cheryl yes. said the car at that time when he was bringing all her little board games with her, which I guess is the car version of car cheesy, which is another one of those games that I keep hearing about. I have no idea what that is. It's an American thing. Yeah. Well, there were so many com- more comments about the outfits. The Tamari said that she designed a dress for a competition when she was 12. That was a hell of a lot like Liz's one. Um, <laughs> but including the windows, you could see my BFF spelly button piercing or uh, did not include the plastic on the cutout, which is possibly a good thing because biblioarchaeologists yeah, yeah. said, imagining that plastic window fucking up a belly sweat. Oh, what a picture. Oh, my God. But also a very good point because, yeah, like there's no way that dress is isn't going to be absolutely roasting whatever kind of material that is is pure polyester (laughs) all the way down and as somebody who wore a lot of polyester in my 90s youth (laughs) I can tell you that uh, it's um, it's not exactly cooling kind of like a stinky sweat box I did like a Claire PH reckoned that Liz was channeling Wigfield, which is definitely what that hair was giving the little oh, tiny tails. It was very Wigfield. Saturday night indeed. <laughs> <laughs> what a tune. Betty Logsworth said she looks like a rave Teletubby. Like great references and points being made by everybody here, to be honest. <laughs> but perhaps last night Little Dancer just summed it up where she just said, the horror. <laughs> Yeah, fair. <laughs> well, Pie Beta Alpha sisters and uh, siblings of all of all genders, thank you so much for joining us uh, for another trip to the clubhouse. Um, <laughs> we always uh, have a good time here. We never know what we're going to see. I mean, didn't think we'd see Winston dressed as an old timey <laughs> director, and yet here we are. Look, you just never know what's going to happen. It's like. The montages are nice when they pop up, but at this stage, there's just so much mad shit that could happen that we just don't expect. It's like, yeah, let's fucking do this. Let's see what we're getting into this week. All bets are off, frankly. Absolutely, yeah. Well, we will see you in the main feed next week when we find out what happens. God, it's all so fucking stupid. When uh, Lila and Robbie and Todd decide to lend a hand against the death threat. We guess. <laughs> Two words. False moustache. Oh <laughs> Putting that out there. Brace yourselves. Um, but we will see you back in the clubhouse in two weeks' time when... Uh, AJ's band get a big break and we find out what happens when a star is torn. <gasps> oh, that's a nice pun now. Nice, I like that. Yeah, they're, re- they're really up to their game lately. <laughs> they have. <laughs> See you then, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye.
This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.